0: I know you have big dreams for your business and life, so are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to the Rachel Cuship Show. Today, I want to discuss a language shift that I've seen grow in popularity over the past few years online. It's prevalent in the influencer community, and I'm seeing it filter into the online business space too. The language shift I'm seeing is caveats. So what do I mean by caveats? The basic definition of a caveat is a warning or proviso of specific stipulations, conditions or limitations. We see this playing out in the online business space with creators providing detailed personal background information or setting guidelines for the content, topic or theme before sharing their opinions. Here is an example to illustrate what I mean. I prefer a natural makeup look, so I don't wear full courage foundations. But hey, I'm like really lucky not to have any blemishes, texture or rosacea. So if these are concerns for you, like totally use your preferred foundation in this step. In this example, I'm stopping my makeup tutorial to explain why I don't wear a full coverage foundation. Now you may be thinking, hey, this isn't like a bad thing in this situation. And it's not. But if 30 seconds later, I stopped to explain how I can afford Chanel foundation and I no longer use drugstore foundation and then stopped another 30 seconds in to explain that my makeup brushes were actually gifted to me, but I still use my Mecca ones too, it would start to get very tiring for the creator and the listener. And this is how many online business owners deliver content now. The position of these caveats is just as important as the caveats themselves. The caveats are always shared just after the creator has introduced themselves, a step in the process or a product, but before they share their opinion. This is in response to how we are served content, aka the algorithm. Humans love a concise, clear and emotional headline or title. We want to know that if we click on the link, we will be served content that answers our search. That's why we love clicking on title formulas like The 7 Worst Fashion Purchases You Can Make This Spring Are You Wearing the Wrong Neutrals for Your Face? The Indian Street Food You Have to Try, Not for Those With Weak Stomachs These headlines are broad enough to capture a large audience, but niche enough that we feel it is relevant to us on a personal level. We often engage with content based on what we want from it without knowing the person who created it or even caring who the person is. That is until we realize, hey, they aren't like us. They have different values. They aren't in the same income bracket or have a completely different lifestyle then we care a lot and we want to let them know that what they think, feel and do is not okay with us. Creators and online business owners can expect to have a few haters. It's like a rite of passage for some. However, we're seeing creators rise in popularity and being cancelled faster than ever before. It's never been easier but scarier to share your opinion on the internet. Now that's why we're turning to caveats. It's a quick and easy way to show that we're self-aware and acknowledge our power and privileges. It also allows us to proactively prevent criticism by letting everyone who engages with that single piece of content know where we stand and where we come from. To sum up, we're trying to appeal to and please the masses while sharing something just interesting and different enough from everyone else to be worthy of attention. This have your cake and eat it too situation hurts your messaging and in turn your sales. When you excessively use caveats, it devalues your knowledge, skill sets and lived experience. Your life and the way you view the world is important too. It dilutes your messaging because it isn't clear what your audience needs to remember and what parts are of value. Your clients and customers choose to work with you because they believe in you and they like you. So when your content is stuffed with caveats and you say vanilla things like everyone else, your brand blends in with your peers, and then you can't position yourself as a brand doing things differently. Instead of using caveats, here are four ways you can provide context and personal background and share your values across your content. One, an Instagram post can't cover your entire professional experience. I wish it could, but it just can't. So instead, clarify your key messages and state background information when it adds value. I'll leave an example in the show notes of how I did this in a reel I shared on Instagram. Two, have a DEI statement on your website and refer people to it so they can understand your values, personal background, and who you've learned from. So you don't have to explain this information in every email. Ensure your About page is up to date and share important information about the clients you've worked with, your professional background, and how you work so it's publicly available to viewers and potential clients. And finally, four, instead of trying to go viral and wanting to speak to thousands of people, get clear on your dream clients and speak to them. You're not an influencer, you're a business owner. And I know many of you listening would be able to run a sustainable and profitable business with 100 people or less in your community. I hope this episode has encouraged you to revisit your content marketing strategy and make the changes you need to feel confident about sharing your opinion online. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.